0: You're listening to Skip Intro. I'm Ayman Rashad and in the studio with me is Ian McNally, Bahi Yusuf and Julian Yap. And on today's Skip Intro, we're doing another edition of Watch Now in association with Astro. And this week, we're going to look at a few TV shows that will be or are already on air on Astro. And they are on air at the same time as the US. So first up is Nancy Drew. I don't believe in ghosts. I believe in looking for the truth.
1: Drew, clam chowder, table eight. Mysteries are everywhere, and I love solving them. But then life dropped a real mystery into my lap. I'm looking at town screw up, ex-con, city girl, and
2: Nancy Drew.
1: Why does he say your name like that?
2: She used to complicate my job.
1: You mean do it for you.
2: It's from the makers of Riverdale, so it has a very sexy sheen to the whole affair. Um, I, I'm not a huge fan of Nancy Drew. I think there was some TV show where it was her and the Hardy Boys that I might have been into in the 80s. What? Yeah, there was Nancy Drew and the Hardy Boys. I don't sure. know. There was a, it was like, that's what we got into crossovers. Okay. Um, but there's an element, that, that watching the trailer for this, because obviously we haven't seen it yet, there seems to be way more of a supernatural bent to things, which I don't, I don't know. Is that part of Nancy Drew lore? Yes. Oh, really?
1: really? Y- y- <laughs> oh wow. So oh no. We
2: thought it w- I mean, we thought I thought it was just like she's literally solving crimes. Like, no, I am
1: there well, I don't know if it, you could call it a supernatural element, but like the, you know, it's the curse of the something them the,
2: Yeah, and I always thought that was like a Scooby-Doo thing. Yeah. Has well, it ever been an actual curse? I don't know,
1: but uh, maybe, <laughs> hopefully, I think there's a lot of avenue for them to play with in yeah. the show.
2: Yeah. Yeah, there's there's some things where it could be just like a trick of the lighting or something else or just or, like a, uh,
3: mm-hmm. you know, a man in a bed sheet
2: (laughs) you
3: know I always assumed that that was what it was because I read a lot of Hardy Boys growing up and and it was never a supernatural spooky thing Mm -hmm. despite it being the curse of the broken key or whatever it was called there was no real curse it was just like people thought there was a curse and then it's just a guy playing with a torchlight or mm. something, you know. Yeah, it's, it's like
0: Scooby Doo, right? It's very Scooby. I wonder if yeah. it's just a sign of those times where you just say that it's a horror thing, but like mm-hmm. eventually something. No, but it's like something they real never
3: life. really said it was a horror book. It's just the titles used to be very, to, used to sound very yeah. Yeah. Horror. to get you to
1: buy the book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but they
3: were great
2: books, and right? they did that, they did Scooby Doo as well. <laughs> yeah. I,
1: I love, I love Nancy Drew. I, I used to love the books. There have been a few adaptations along the way. They've never ever been quite this dark, so I'm kind of excited to see that they're going to go along this, um, the Riverdale route, you know, too dark, too sexy teens. Like, you know, that's not that's not what the book is, but it's interesting. It's kind of the perfect one to do this, so mm. I'm excited to see it. A lot of the trailer and the poster art looks a lot like the old um, hand-painted Nancy Drew oh, book cover, nice. so I'm kind of interested about that, but yeah, I'm excited.
2: And what about Nancy from what you've seen? Does she look like the Nancy in your head, or...?
1: Do you know what? Everyone kind of looks like they could come out of a Nancy Drew book. Yeah, yeah, because mm. she has like you know she has the red hair and she she has the headband and everything. Mm. Like you can, I totally believe that she's a teen super sleuth. Like,
2: when is it set? Is oh, it's it modern set? day. Yeah, they've day. got
1: phones and everything but everyone dresses Boo. like everyone dresses like it's like it's because once you have
3: once you have a mobile phone and you can Google stuff it's hard to be mysterious
1: so you'd prefer a 70s set Kinda, you can say, hey people
2: yeah. I hate to tell you this but like you know ever since the iPhones came out, Crimes still happening. <laughs> no, no, it's not that.
3: It's just this idea that for, no. But again, we're talking about yeah. a teenage girl solving the crimes to, in a town. It removes right? an awful lot of easy outs for the writers. Yeah, yes, but it looks
2: like they are doing better. Like they actually integrate the phone stuff into it, where I think she's recording a fireworks festival or something like yeah. that, and it, like that captures something that should not be. That's mm. where the supernatural elements come into it. So I think they have a, a kooky style to it. I mean, the, the Riverdale guys also did. Sabrina. Sabrina. Yeah. So, like, they have an idea of tone. They can yeah. nail it very well.
0: So, that was Nancy Drew. There's also another show that's coming up uh, on Astro, which is Catherine the Great, and that's on HBO uh, on Tuesday, October 22nd. Mm.
2: When I first came here from Germany, I did
0: not even speak the language. She's a very clever and well read woman. But I fell in love with this country. It's passion.
3: She loves a lot of things, a lot of men.
0: I'm
2: for expansion. I'm for
0: empire.
3: Does she love anything
2: apart from power? Do you think she even likes men? She eats them and spits them out. Sounds like an interesting proposition. Catherine the Great with... The great cast. I mean, this doesn't seem like a TV cast. A lot of these people have been in movies. Who's uh, in it? I, I
3: mean, hang on. Let's let's just straight the, up and say it. it's a it's a miniseries. Right? It's, it is a miniseries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
2: the, and, and now, who's in it? Yeah. So uh, Helen Mirren is playing Catherine the Great. Dame, um, Dame, sorry, is it Dame. I thought <laughs> Excuse it was sir. me. Sir, I call her no. sir when I see her.
3: Dame Helen Mirren.
2: Uh, Jason Clark is in it as well. Gina McKee, who some might remember from like she's in all like a uh, lot of U.S. rom com, U.K. rom coms, and also was in Line of Duty. Uh, Rory Kinnear who's as playing uh, we've, we've seen previews of this so we, he's playing one of like the ministers the much put upon ministers of Catherine mm. the Great the, the Russian Queen because everyone who's not Jason Clark just gets it in the neck from her all the time yeah and the, the series as a whole basically covers her reign from when her husband, I mean, spoilers for Russian history, but uh, she overthrew her husband and got rid of him in a, in a, in a coup. Spoiler from like a hundred, <laughs> several hundred
3: years ago. Yeah. If you
2: missed that, you can catch if, you on history yeah. books. <laughs> if you yeah. didn't see it then.
3: Yeah. Um, yeah, I think this series is beautifully shot. I think Julianne yeah. was saying it was shot on location.
1: I think they think actually did at yeah. or at least the external shots were actually shot at the Winter Palace. You can right. see it's so extravagant. They didn't you can tell HBO's going all out, they're pushing the boat out because this is gonna be their next Chernobyl. This is yeah. twenty nineteen mm. Chernobyl. Yeah, huh? it's true.
3: Yeah. yeah. But it's beautiful. I think um Jason Clark is a is an actor that I've always liked. Um and I think his role in this one is is I guess it's a little I wouldn't say it's strange,
2: but it's not expected. It's a weird story because yeah. While she's the ruler of uh, Russia, she's also constrained by an awful lot of the rules that go on and with her ministers who are constantly fretting like she wants to abolish slavery from the start and everyone's like,
3: can't do that, ma'am." But also because she's not Russian. Yes. Yeah. Which (laughs) Which also doesn't help situations. But as
2: the story develops, she gets this love affair with um, Jason Clarence Potemkin and it's like, it's not like they're hiding. It's like, I'm the queen, I can do what I want. Mm -hmm. But it's also like, he's a man of ambition but not the type of ambition that everyone else who has a relationship with the queen is. Like, It's a very like, you could recast this as like the cast from Twilight and it would be like teenagers in love. Mm. There's a very, they're both incredibly powerful people and they have like war and building empire on their minds. But also they bicker and they fight because they're not getting the attention of each other. And they have big, long screaming arguments. There's like a fantastic argument in a beautifully gilt and gold uh, palace rooms. And just like having affairs and telling each other about them. It's a really... Interesting.
1: It's Dangerous Liaisons, but with Helen Mirren. That's what you're saying. (laughs) It's kind of like,
2: they're getting mad at things, but then they're not like, it's not like, oh, no, wait until he finds out it's going to be teen drama. It's like, he's like, well, yeah, while I was away, I was doing things as well, so it's fine. But also, I'm here now, and I love you dearly. But I need to go and conquer something soon, because I get bored really easily. (laughs) It
1: has the extravagance that you kind of attribute to, you know, French Renaissance, Russian Renaissance. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, it's going to be... So, yeah, it's going yeah. to be so opulent. A lot of the shots look like they are renaissance paintings. Like it's so there's so much like to look at and it's also really nice after to kind of go through reading a wikipedia page. It's not it's obviously never going to be the same act- as actually seeing it on screen. It gives me like great elizabeth vibes of the um Kate Blanchett mm. Elizabeth but 10 times bigger just so in terms of scale.
0: This is something that you really need to experience. Kind of, yeah. By and watching it's, it.
3: it's a sit down
0: yeah. You know, put down your phone,
1: focus, Look at the pay TV attention. For
3: an hour. Yeah. yeah.
0: So we've been talking about Nancy Drew and Catherine the Great. So Nancy Drew will be out on Fox Live beginning tomorrow uh, at nine PM, and Catherine the Great will be on HBO beginning twenty second October, which is on Tuesday at 10 a.m. So let us know if you are interested to see it. You can WhatsApp us at 0187898899. You can tweet us at SkipIntroMY and you can write us at movies at bfm.my. And coming up, we're going to continue our conversation and talk about a few more other shows that will be on Astro. Uh, This is Skip Intro, BFM 89.9.
3: Brainy Fancy Material, BFM 89.9.
0: Hello everyone, you're listening to Skip Intro with Aiman, Ian Bahe and Julian. And earlier, we were talking about Nancy Drew and... Catherine the Great. Catherine the Great uh, is actually out on HBO on October 22nd at 10am and it repeats at 10pm as well. In
2: case you can't watch television at 10 o'clock in the morning.
0: <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the thing because these shows are coming up every week, right? Because it's at the same time as the US. Mm. So, of course, right now, there's you, you can have the option of whether you want to binge it or whether you want to watch
2: it every week. What are your guys' thoughts on that? Um, I think it, it's good that the channel's giving this morning schedule because for certain shows, I think Catherine the Great, I'm not sure people are going to be tweeting online about like, oh, you spoiled it for me because I haven't been able to watch it before 10 p.m. But when it comes to something like uh, The Walking Dead, which is returning to Fox, uh, which is returning to Fox already on October 7th, they're showing that in the morning and the evening as well. There is still something enjoyable when you have a show that you can check in with every week and it becomes appointment television, there is that thing of going to the water cooler and did you see such and such last night and having that discussion and then forgetting about it before the next week comes around and going, I need to get home early because I need to watch that show. I mean, I do think in this age of binging, there's still something nice about that.
3: Oh, I love week to week. I mean, my, I'm kind of on record saying that I wish more shows were week to week. I think binging culture is it's killing conversations. I think mm. it's what it is, right? Mm. Because I can't talk to you about the ending of Daredevil because you haven't seen the ending. I binged it all weekend because I have no friends, I have no plans. <laughs> <laughs> so I watched it till three in the morning. And that's the problem, right? Cause, so I can't talk to you about it. And I, what I love about TV shows and and movies and and, and entertainment and music, et cetera, is the ability to discuss it with people. Mm. I And I can wait for you if you haven't seen a film, but when I can't wait for you to watch a TV show it's harder i think i love i love week to weeks
1: i think for me oh no well well i don't like week to weeks actually i'm i'm glad that we get to binge all at once now but i do reserve week to week watching for a certain number of shows just the ones that i know that i can set my watch to to catch on this certain day and i know that it can lift me up at the end of a work day you know so it's Um, always something lighter. So something like Riverdale, Nancy Drew would be a perfect one, I think, just because it's a It's heavy, but it's still light enough to be appointment television. And Catherine the Great, of course, it's you know massive. I don't think I'm going to binge four hours worth of Mm. these four episodes all at once. It's kind of perfect to go for that. And I mean, I think
3: I think if anything, Game of Thrones showcases the appointment television very well. Mm. You know, I mean, Ian and I are old enough to know what what it was like watching Friends go off the air. You know, you knowing that next week is the last episode. I remember watching BBC newscasts about yep. people collect, you know, gathering in fields, having the episode projected on screens. It's a very collective experience, whereas now it's very fra- Not it's fractured in the mm. sense that you, when are you watching it? When am I watching? It? Don't talk to me until I've seen it. <laughs> Spoiler culture <laughs> on Twitter it becomes a problem because everybody's watching it at all the time. And and I'm I mean I don't want to sound like the old man on the hill, but I think there are bingeable shows are great mm. but I think the option to watch it week to week is also pretty awesome and I'm happy that Apple's doing it week to week mm. uh, I maybe am probably one of the handful of people who love it my wife hates the fact that it's week to week <laughs> and I'm just like not my problem I'm watching it week to week <laughs>
0: Anyway, uh, moving on, if you guys love superheroes on screen, you might want to tune in to Warner TV because The Flash Season 6 is coming out on October 9th at 9.50pm and Arrow Season 8 is coming out October 16th at 9pm. So if
2: you haven't been following, like, the Arrowverse, I think it's the Arrowverse. Arrow it's okay called Bros. the Arrowverse. It's called yeah. the Arrowverse. Um, while everyone was looking at the cinema, the you know the TV arm of Warner Brothers just went ahead and did everything you've ever wanted them to do, uh, mm-hmm. comic books to TV screens. Like- and doing it very well. And doing it very well. Yeah. I mean, Arrow started off as basically Batman with a bow. And then, in, I think it's second or third season, this little kind of plucky forensic scientist called Barry Allen turned up and it yeah. was like, hey, that guy's The Flash. But with The Flash, they added this real more science and like science adventure and fun and brightness to the character but they've been building to something that again you never thought we'd see with DC comics which is the crisis on infinite earths is that like multiverse of dimensions yeah i mean Ar- yeah. arrow is a more grounded show so they kind of haven't done so much of this but they've built it up over flash where they did a supergirl tv show and then it's like halfway through that they kind of say, well, this is another Earth, so you won't run into the other guys all the time because it was a different, sh- was a different network. Mm. So, but we'll cross over ever so often. And they've built up to this now to the point where The Crisis on Infinite Earths was an old comic where they did have multiple different versions of heroes across their comic books, and people were confused. The TV show is using these as a crossover event across all three to just basically get anyone who's been involved in any of these heroes or characters in the past at all to just come together and take photos for Twitter. I think... I
3: think you're 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 downplaying it. I think the crisis of Infinite Earths is quite a I have No idea series. how much of a dampener I have to put on my. Excitement yeah, this but no, but I just room. I just think to just say that it was yeah, just get a bunch of the supermen to dress up in a suit. I mean, I think it's an exciting way of, of writing TV because that's how the comics worked, right? Mm. You get an issue every two weeks to every uh, or, or a month, and to be able to cross over like this is very interesting. I mean. I think the last time they did a crossover with all the titles in the Arrowverse, which is Arrow, Flash, Legends of Tomorrow, and Supergirl. I think they did one a couple years ago. It was quite interesting because you'd watch The Flash on one day, jump to a different show on the next day because there be a continuation and then jump to a different show on a different day so mm-hmm. it so it carried on across all four series mm-hmm. and they would tell the same essential theme story arc but from a different character's point of view etc so i th- and i think that is essentially what the comics do very well which the films have trouble doing because i'm watching a Marvel movie today, and then the next Marvel movie which carries the story forward is in a year and a half later. Yeah. It just becomes a bummer, right?
2: This is a weak way. So that's why Arrow is a little bit behind for the mm. Flash. So I presume it'll start in the Flash continue across. But you have like Tom Welling, who was Superman in the yeah. small Smalls- TV, Smalls- TV show. Yeah. Uh, Brandon Routh, who was Superman and Superman Returns. They're back playing versions superman, of superman from yeah. different universes. Erica Durant, who was Lois Lane in the Smallville yes, show is back. He's back. They have Lois Lane from the Supergirl show as well. But they've even cast uh, Kevin Conroy who is the voice of Batman the animated series. Mm-hmm. He'll be apparently he's not playing Batman, he's, he's not playing play- Bruce Wayne. Yes. So I presume he'll be like the Batman Beyond if you remember that cartoon version yeah. of the character. So they're getting everyone they can and just putting them all into a room and it makes me squee with joy because yes. it's just like you never you never think we're, going to get, we're never going to see that movie but to think like wait they're building to this on the TV already this is insane um, it's a good send off I think to Arrow as well
0: and continuing on the superhero theme there's also another show coming up maybe a darker superhero story which is Watchmen it should be on HBO on October 21st at 9am and repeating at 10pm ni-
1: at there was a Calvary involved shooting last night
2: you're going to give me the speech now
1: with speech
2: I should calm down before we're at war again
1: now there's a guy in my trunk delightful they had a mission it's only just
2: begun now, this is uh, HBO's next big slab. I think, again, at trying to do a Game of Thrones thing with an event comic. It is a lot darker. The original Watchmen comic from 1986 is about what if the superheroes were real but gritty in a way? Yeah. Like, it invented an awful lot of this stuff that you see as dark, gritty superheroes. But also, it had more of a... It had more smarts than that. This seems to be set many years after the story of the comic book and the the the, the movie. And... It's odd. I mean, like they're taking some of the heroes from the comic book have inspired movements. you know there's a whole thing in this universe of the police are allowed to wear masks because vigilantes were killing them. Mm. and they've just they're using it as a good jumping off point and they're hoping it's going to be a gripping series that you can follow week to week and see what goes on.
3: I think I'm kind of looking forward to this. Julian, no comment. Mm. sure. Yeah. And the
1: only the redeeming thing is Regina King.
3: For you me. should read the comic.
1: Yeah, I'll read the comic. You read the
3: comic. You like the movie, don't
1: you? The movie is fine. read the comic. It's a long one.
3: Yeah, Yeah, but read the comic. The comic is... Is all the concerns you have about... About comic book movies not being serious enough. Mm. The comic just sort of blows out of the yeah. water
1: i mean i love the boys and regina regina king is incredible mm. and all of the trailers and teasers that they've put out so far have centered around her character
2: yeah she's a detective right
1: yeah so honestly just that that's kind of enough for yeah. me like i don't really <laughs> yeah. need more to think, draw me in besides regina yeah. king
3: I, I think the lineup's pretty pretty awesome regina king i think jeremy irons is in it yes i think he's playing the older
2: version of ozymandias, ozymandias, and ozymandias the yeah kind of put uh, everything in, in, in i think in the original.
3: I'm I'm looking forward to this. I'm I'm looking forward to it because it's that next step in that really great comic book, right? And I know a lot of people are just like, "Don't touch it. Leave the comic book alone." And I'm, um, and for me, this is them leaving the comic book alone, but also being able to play in the world that was so well created. Right? Yeah. you know, so I'm looking forward to it. Also, just just to go into the comics, there's also a, a bunch of continued comic book sh- uh, series for The Watchmen called Doomsday Clock. Um, yeah. I'm not sure how well this ties into that but but I'm hoping it doesn't because it's <laughs> kind of meh I heard the comic
0: uh, but the TV shows I'm, I'm looking forward to it. So we've been talking about quite a number of shows that will be coming on Astro and these shows are all uh, airing at the same time as the US so you guys might want to catch them. So let us know if you guys are, are excited to watch it. WhatsApp us at 018-789-8899 tweet us at skipintromy and you can write us at movies at bfm.my